heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? He's our man with all the New Zealand racing news. Mick Gearan joins RSN's Racing Pulse. Uh, always great to catch up with Mick Gearan before one of the traditional Australian racing majors at the Kiwis have had such a great record in the Caulfield Cup. And just listening to Glenn Ingram, uh, the Kiwis are coming. There might be a little bit of uh, Kiwi power at Caulfield on the weekend. How are you, Mick? Oh, well, Michael, just before I forget, um, really important note that Glenn was talking about. Jimmy Starr, the horse he mentioned, I knew it was going across, but I thought it was going to go to Sydney. Mm. If he should have gone to Ma Eustace, it will just do a job. Like, it was super last start, like, really good. It would rank in the 10 most promising non-three-year-olds, so not, not, not your three-year-olds coming through who are mm-hmm. guineas horses, but of the, the normal graded horses in New Zealand, he'd be in the top 10. Uh, and he's out of a Z mare, so he'll get further. He's actually owned by Little Avondale Stud, who owned Rocket Horse. Um, so, yeah, watch out for him. I didn't didn't know he got over there and trialled already, and he is really fit. So he could turn up and win a race at the Carnival, and I don't say that lightly. Gee. Obviously, it will be a very lower-grade race, but you know how you have a couple of lower-grade races, Oaks Day and, and obviously even on Cup Day. He could knock around in that grade at a... 64, 72, whatever you guys have over there. He would be very, very competitive in one of those. Right. Well, actually, I'm speaking a little later with Aussie Kier as well because, of course, he's got Sulcum and Valiant King and a host of major contenders this spring. I'll ask oh, obviously, you've got a horse racing with Aussie tomorrow night, actually, at Peckenham. So, Aussie and I've got one going around on the uh, We own together called mm, Simeon. It'll go close tomorrow at Peckenham, but oh, right, that's nice. another story. Well, that's, um, it tips anywhere. That's all we want. Uh, Skew Whiff, are you keen on her? <laughs> Uh, no, it, 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 it's actually a horse we topped the ready-to-run sale with. Uh, we stayed in the horse for just a little bit, but, yeah, pretty smart horse, has been jumping out well. We expected to have a far better campaign this time, and so it's race six at Packingham tomorrow. It's 4.2, I think, or $4. Okay, nice. Um, will you be rolling that into Skew With on Saturday? I really do like Skew With. I think it's the right type of field. Like, she's a Group 1 winner in New Zealand and beats Legato, but Legato is a touch unlucky. She's a funny, funny cow of a horse. Like, she doesn't like the barriers, and she's been to barrier school with uh, one of the old school trainers there in Victoria over the last week, and clearly it worked at the jump outs the other day. Uh, she'll have the red hood on, so she'll have the hood on to come off before the start of the race because she can be very, very finicky. But it's not a Group 1 field in the Tristark. I mean, I know it's a Group 2 race, but even then there's not deep Group 1 form in the race. And she's a proper Group 1 horse. I see absolutely no reason she can't win without having done a very deep dive into the form. But she jumps the gates well. She runs handy to the speed. Um, just on Opie Bossom, the reason Opie's there is to ride here because clearly um, she can be funny and Opie gets on very well with her. Opie's actually riding in Australia the next four Saturdays. So it's created a bit of a jockey shortage in New Zealand because he's our leading turnover jockey. Mm. So he's going to ride the next four Saturdays over there. Next week, Michael, next Saturday, we have a major race meeting at Pukekohe and four of the top five New Zealand jockeys are travelling or suspended. 
And it was always going to happen that you'd lose an OP-type person to Australia. But once you start dividing the New Zealand jockeys' ranks up like that, and then there's two domestic meetings every Saturday. I, I know that sounds childish to Australians, but there's only two. But um, we're going for a real jockey shortage. So there's, there's I've got trainers you know, ringing me now saying, who would you put on this horse three weeks out from races? And the big winner of it's been a, a South African guy called Warren Kennedy, um, he's come over here and he's now leading the premiership in New Zealand and he's riding at Otago today, which is 1,500 kilometres from where he lives. Like, it's just that sort of situation at the moment. There's not enough recognised senior jockeys for the black type races. There's jockeys who can get the job done, but, you know, we lose so many. J-Mac, McD, Jason Collard, all those sort of people to Australia that at the moment there's real jockey shortage We've got a horse in the Thousand Guineas in three weeks and trying to find a rider for the Thousand Guineas mm. because so many of the good horses have taken jockeys already. Um, really difficult. So interesting times. We need about five to ten more senior jockeys in New Zealand. And, of course, we've lost both Taylor Mitchell to Victoria and Kelsey Hannon went to South Australia, even though she's come home injured. So we've even lost our, la- our top two apprentices from last year as well. Sure. Um, that is interesting. And, 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 sorry, and, and we're a loop in. <laughs> well, of course, yeah. Gosh. Um, hey, Mick, I'll ask you firstly for your Caulfield Cup selection and then you can give us a good thing on the weekend, uh, maybe uh, back home as well. Who do you like in the Cup this year? I, I, I don't like anything enough to be having like a beat. Like, I, I mean, I watch the race. Of course, it's a great race. I probably like without a fight. But I don't like it enough, Michael, to know mm. I've done... A little bit of form, but there's people over there who get paid to do the form. Out of all the races in Australia, all the big races, and by no means am I slagging the Caulfield Cup, but out of all the big races which were appointment viewing 10 years ago and stop your day 20 years ago, the Caulfield Cup's fallen off the cliff the most in New Zealand. Absolutely nobody's talking about it over here. Now, there's no New Zealand-trained horses in the mm. race this year, but the Everest last year week, because of I Wish I Win, was massive in New Zealand, like massive. And the Cox Plate's really big for New Zealanders. It resonates with New Zealanders heaps, and obviously the Melbourne Cup is absolutely enormous. But on the racing editor, the biggest paper over here, and we'll run one story on the Caulfield Cup for the entire week. It's of all the biggies, including the Golden Slipper, including everything, it's the one race which has lost its identity in New Zealand. Now, that would change if there were two or three Kiwis in the race this week, but there's not. And that's with no bias against Caulfield. I love the race, but that's the reality of the situation. New Zealanders find their relationship with the Caulfield Cup at the moment. So who are you going to have a bet on this weekend? I like a horse racing in about two hours. A horse called Madame Dubai. It's racing at Otago, which is not a place I would usually tip you a galloper. But it was super last start. Has a good jockey on. It's in race four, for those who feel like an early play. Madame Dubai. I backed my own horse tomorrow night, only because I think $4 is good money for a horse who likes to run on the speed. That's always pretty good. And there's a very good three-year-old race at Tarapa on Saturday. Tarapa's in Hamilton. Two unbeaten horses go head-to-head. One of them I'm half in love with. horse called Crochetti. Four starts, four wins. It's the sort of horse who would have been competitive in the Guineas over your way last week had it had more race experience. Very quick horse, naturally high cruising speed horse. I think he'll win the 2,000 Guineas in about three weeks, and I think he'll win on Saturday. The one thing I would say is there's an X-factor horse in the race. One of those horses who, if you could buy it, 
it'd be a million plus straight out the gate type three rolled. Horse called Lupo Solitario. Now he's a big bugger and he's a rolling type of stayer. Crochetti's a naturally fast on the pace Aussie type horse. Two very good horses go head to head in the Sartan. It's moving day for our Guineas races. The horses who excel here go to the Guineas. The horses who don't pull back to lesser targets. I think Crocetti will get up on the speed. I think it will win. And I think it's one of those horses who wouldn't be surprised to see it turn up somewhere, someday over your way. Good on you, Mick. You enjoy your weekend, and we'll chat next week in the build-up to the Cox Plate. I look forward to it, brother.